Game day tomorrow, senior day, Syracuse's last chance at a home win, a home victory in the 2022 campaign. Get excited, people. I know that Syracuse is coming off three losses, but you can't give up now. You have to have excitement. Those words might come uh, bite me when we're doing the predictions, but for now, we're talking Syracuse football. Locked on Syracuse starts right now. Are Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you on your Friday episode of Lockdown Syracuse. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code LOCKEDON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Okay, we're talking Syracuse football, final home game of the season. There is at Wake and then at BC to round things out. Owen, I want you to give me, before we start on the things we want to see and the thing, the questions we have going in, where is your excitement level in this game? Because I know, you know, obviously six wins, it was at an all-time high. Three losses had to have brought it down. You're going to the game, though. You're being a true blue fan. How do you feel? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going. Um, I have a box. I'll be there. It'll be fun. I'm going to have a great time. Uh, I am. I don't know if I can say I'm really excited. Uh, it's it's disappointing. It is. I'm going to bring the energy. I will try my best to to provide as much life as possible. But this is. It's been a deflating stretch of three games, and I I don't see there. There's not an air pump in sight right now for me and so i i am not really ecstatic about this game it's a huge opportunity for syracuse to prove that they still have some fight left in them but i don't know if the excitement is there and it's it sucks to say that i won't lie but it really has been a a gruesome three-week stretch where you know you have what could be you know, a program-defining win, a Dino Babers-era-defining win, slip through your fingertips at Clemson. Then you get absolutely flamed on the ground against Notre Dame. And then you come out about as flat as I've ever seen Syracuse football against Pitt. Right? There's no air in the tire. The opposing teams are continuing to just slash this whole thing. It is like Jon Snow at the wall. He is just getting stabbed and stabbed and stabbed. They need to recover. Jon Snow recovered. So can Syracuse football. I need to see it happen, though, because I am I'm struggling. And Bones, that might be a reference that's not for you. I've never seen the show. Uh, Sorry. But we gotta Don't watch it with that in our... mind. Okay. we got to move to our uh, statements and questions. Uh, I'm going to start with my statement or the thing I want to see or whatever you want to call it. This is the thing I want to see going into this game. Offensive adaptability. 
Okay. I like that. We have seen for 1 million, it seems, weeks now that Syracuse football has one identity, and it is run really poor rush plays and throw to one guy. And that worked for six games. Like, that's crazy. But, six. you know, then you then you played a real team. Your defense almost bailed you out, but still the offense couldn't muster anything. Then you played an even better team because they ended up beating that other team. Notre Dame beat Clemson. Uh, nice. And they exposed you, too, on the very first play of the football game. And then Pitt. I don't, I don't even know what to say. Habakkuk Baldonado, I mean, he's good, but that defense that defense ain't great, and you only ran for 26 yards. So Robert and I has had, like, what a roller coaster of a season it has been for Robert and I and the Robert and I fan club. Because at first, people were like, this guy is mega mind. He's the GOAT. He is the greatest offensive mind of our generation. And now it's like he doesn't have his plan B. <laughs> he only had one plan, and it was we're going to run the ball to the left, and we're going to throw to Ronde Gadsden, and it worked for a while, but he hasn't changed it up. Robert, I want to see you change it up, figure something out, make me say, "Wow, that was cool." Don't run any reverses on second and one. Don't do that, and figure it out. That's great, Bones. I I like it's that fun. a lot because it is what this offense needs to see because they. It's like that definition of insanity, right? They keep doing the same thing, expecting different results right now, and the results aren't there. And it is not working, and you need to try something else. And I, I want to see them try something else, uh, and that is 1,000% something that we want to see and need to see for Syracuse to uh, to succeed in this game. For me, I'm going with Aronde Gadsden. He was a non-factor last game. I do not believe he had a catch. He did not touch the football. Uh, and that is unacceptable based on the start to the season that he had. And so I need a big time game from him. I'm saying five receptions, a hundred yards and a touchdown. It's a big time game. So great numbers. I think he can do it. We've seen him do it. I want to see the productivity back. And I know we just said that we need to see some adaptation in terms of the offense. But I think you can adapt the offense and still get Gads in his touches and still get that usage back with him that you got used to and they were able to do so well with for the first, I don't know, whole chunk of the season, right? You go game by game and he sort of, I guess, escalated as the season went on in terms of he wasn't really that guy in game one and then by that Virginia game, it was like, oh, my God, he's done it again. He did it again. And then NC State, he did it again. And then Clemson, he played decent as well. Uh, kept getting the ball. But Notre Dame, I don't know why I'm about to say something negative about Notre Dame. He was a decent bright spot, 78 yards on four catches and a touchdown, and then he gets skunked against Pitt. You need that return game. And is Del Rio Wilson the guy to give you that return game for him? I don't know. The accuracy hasn't been there when they're throwing the ball to him. It hasn't always been perfect or in the right spot, or it's sometimes been a little forced. I, I want to see Gadsden back on that. You know, I used to say, and I think it might've been Brent X that used this comparison as well. He's like Cooper cup in that he is always open. And that was the case for a while. And the last two games, maybe it's the defensive changes, the defensive emphasis. He has not been open. I want him to be so open 
that you cannot miss him in terms of a pass. And that will be that success. That's what I want to see in this game. Well, you mentioned Carlos Del Rio Wilson. That brings us to my question. Does Carlos Del Rio Wilson have anything else in him? Does he have anything else that we haven't seen, anything else in the tank? I think the answer is like almost 100% yes, but we have to see it. And and maybe another week of practice will help him out. And I'm not saying, I don't know 100% that he is going to start this game. Maybe Schrader's healthy this game. I don't have an inside track on the injury report. But if I had to guess, we're going to see CDRW once again. And if we do, does he have anything else to show us? Because last game, I mean, we both came out uh, in the beginning of that game as supporters of him. And it really was hard to leave that game the same way because he just played so poorly to the point where the offense couldn't do anything because Carlos was brutal. He had one or two good passes, but other than that, the guy was inept. Uh, And if Syracuse is going to win football games, the quarterback has to be something. uh, And and that's what Garrett Schrader is. So if Carlos has something in the tank that we haven't seen, he's going to have to show it. hundred percent. He is going to have to show it. Um, I don't have a cool segue like you had, uh, but I'm going to go with it anyway. My question in this game is, can Sean Tucker save his season? And save, uh, I feel bad saying that because he is a good running back and he has had moments, but the moments just have not quite been there, especially the last couple of games. The usage has been down uh, starting in that Clemson game. Remember, that was the, the chaos of that entire game was his down usage and only touching the ball five times. Uh, on the ground. I think it was 10 total, including the pass game. Um, But it was something that Syracuse has struggled with recently and something that he has struggled with, with a brutal game, 19 yards on 10 carries uh, last Saturday. Not what you're looking for, not what is going to bring you success, not as what going or not as not what's going to give you the ball more and re up your usage to what we got used to. Uh, I need to see that season-saving game, right? His big-time games so far this season have been what? Wagner? UConn? Come on. That's not what's going to cut it. You need a big-time game. You need him to step up. And I I, I want to see it, and I need to see it. But, you know, he's got three 100-yard rushing games on the season. UConn, Louisville, Wagner. He got close against NC State. But you need, you know, he came in as a Heisman guy, right? We're talking Heisman for Sean Tucker, whether it was an overreaction, whether that's just fandom, you know, not here nor there. But that was the hype around his season, and it has not been what we wanted it to be. I need him to save the season this game because the team needs him if they are going to win this football game. Florida State is vulnerable on the ground. Sean Tucker needs a big game. And that will be the driving force for Syracuse to get back in the win column uh, two days from us recording this and one day from this coming out. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for our chat with Chadwick. Uh, But first, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football this season. Uh, There are many 
games that you can play on Underdog Fantasy. It's easy to play and available in over 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest games to play out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's one word. An underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code locked on. That's one word again, locked on. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. Okay, we are back here on Locked On Syracuse. I'm Matt Bonaparte. He's Owen Valentine. And now we are joined by Max Chadwick. It's our chat with Chadwick. We really need some music or some kind of video to play. We continue to not have that. But Max, chat with Chad. regardless, chat we are Chad. happy to see you. I honestly think the the open has just become you guys saying how there's a lack of an open right now. I'm trying, yeah, I, but I, I kind the of thing is, that. I can't not say that because I, I at least have to bring it. It has to be a little I, bit I think of fan it's meta. I think it's very meta, man. I kind of love the lack of an open and just saying we need an open. Every like we could do this for years and just be like we we still need an open. It's been six years now. We still don't have an open for this. For the for the true for the YouTube audience, I also love that Owen holds up a little almost like detective notepad that says a chat with chat. Uh, honestly, a today, down. it's true. I didn't realize how small that was until right now. Um, but yeah, that's, that's tiny. You're going to write down some notes in there that you saw some like on a crime scene or something. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Um, okay. Anyway, Florida state comes to Syracuse. What's that? What does that say? And Sean safe season. Did you write that down? So, <laughs> so you didn't have to read it off the screen. <laughs> Come on, do it under control, guys. I'm proud of you. I really am. I'm proud of you for, uh, for, for adapting. Uh, okay, anyway, Florida State coming to Syracuse. Max, give me some numbers. Yeah, I mean, guys, it, it, it's tough that Syracuse is, is where they are right now. I mean, when we mentioned this, I, I think it was the first time I came on here, and it was like, okay, they're 6-0 right now, but, like, this stretch coming up is not pretty. And it hasn't been pretty for Syracuse. And they were 6-0 to start the season. Now PFF currently projects them to win 7.4 games right now. So point seven four. Who are they going to play? Four. Bishop Sycamore? How are they going to get the point four? <laughs> seven point four is a, is the average. What has the losing streak started since you've been on the show? Did I come on? I think I came on. So were you after there for NC State? No, I think he was here for NC State. I was okay. here for NC State. No, I definitely was. I remember previewing that. Uh, that actually, yeah. You wouldn't need to make it open. That could have been curtains for you, Chadwick. I was going to say, thank God you guys didn't make it open because that would have been over for me. Um, no, I'm I'm currently one in three right now with the chat with Chadwick. Uh, but yeah, Syracuse projected like seven point four wins, so that means like seven five expected, eight and four at best. But like, I mean, you start off six and zero. Oh, we have six games left, and now you're saying, yeah, you go one in five probably over the last. And we mentioned that that was a distinct possibility. Like Boston College yeah. were like, yeah, they'll probably win that game. Other than that, those other five games, like they weren't going to be favored in, and they're not right now. And it really says a lot about how easy that first half of the schedule is and how difficult the second half is. Uh, Florida State has an absolute superstar under center in Jordan Travis. He has a 90.1 grade this season that's tied for the second highest among all power five quarterbacks, only behind Drake May, the UNC quarterback, who, by the way, I think deserves a Heisman Trophy right now. Uh, he's currently he's sixth in 
He's sixth in odds, which I think is complete BS. Um, I think he's the best player in college football right now. But another superstar that Florida State has in that backfield is Trey Benson. They kind of have this like back running back by committee approach. They Three should guys not. back there touching the football. They should not because Trey Benson right now is having a historic season in terms of tackle breaking. Like you remember last year, uh, Damian Pierce at Florida where he never got the ball at Florida. And every time he got the ball, you're like, why is this guy not getting the ball more? Now you see him. We talk about him in fantasy football. You see him on the Texans. It's like, yeah, Florida misused this guy. Trey Benson's kind of like that for Florida State where it's like, why are you even giving these other guys touches? Yes, they're good running backs. Trey Benson so far has broken a tackle on 68% of his carries this season. That is the most in the country by 26%. I thought you were going to say like, 10 plus yard runs or something. No, that's crazy. The the next closest, so 68%, the next closest in the country is 42%. So this guy is, I actually, I think it's Bucky Irving, the Oregon running back. But anyway, what about that guy at Ole Miss? Isn't he good? Quinshawn Judkins. Yeah, he's a true freshman. He's a a superstar. I love love that guy. True freshman too. But listen, Trey Benson, PFF started doing like, covering college football tracking college football in 2014 the best season that we've seen in terms of tackle breaking was javante williams by the way a stud 48 48 he's a dog 48 percent in 2020 that was the record benson's at 68 percent right now with a couple games left like he could shatter the force miss tackle record and florida state is just not giving this guy the ball enough in my opinion and so Syracuse is going to have a whale of a time trying to bring him down. I think he is a guy that could be a, a, a day three pick in the NFL draft only because he never got enough carries at Florida State. He could be like a Damian Pierce, man, where he just comes in and just runs wild on the NFL. So definitely watch out for Trey Benson. Uh, Johnny Wilson, their, their receiver, 80.7 grades, and ninth best among, in the Power Five. So they got some really, really good skill position players at Florida State. Uh, Jared Verse, their edge defender. Currently our number 21 prospect in the 2023 draft. So he's a first-round pick there. Uh, should be an interesting matchup if he goes against Matthew Bergeron. It'll be a really telling matchup for Matthew Bergeron in that game. Uh, Jamie Robinson, the safety, great name. Eighth-best overall grade, third-best run defense grade among Power 5 safeties. Florida State overall is the fourth-best receiving grade in the Power 5. Uh, and then you mentioned Sean Tucker, and it has been drastic. You know, hit the first half of the season, we, we that's a Sean we know and love. Second half of the season, he's been basically half that. So Owen mentioned, yeah, 548 yards in the first five games. That's averaging 110 yards per game. The last four games, he has 231 yards. It's averaging 58 yards per game. So this guy is literally performing at half the level that he was performing in the first half of the season. And yes, they're playing a much easier schedule, as we mentioned that before. But still, man, Sean Tucker has has got to get something going. And they got to give him the ball more, honestly, like Trey Benson for Florida State. Uh, Garrett Schrader, still one of the highest-graded quarterbacks in the Power 5, 88.8 grade. That's the eighth best. Carlos Del Rio Wilson's 50.2 passing grade, ninth lowest in the Power 5 right now. So it really is, unfortunately for Syracuse, if Schrader can't go, I don't think they even have a chance against Florida State. Like That's how drastic of a difference I think it is in that offense. Uh, Syracuse 91.9 coverage grade this season. So fifth best among the power five. So maybe they could cause some problems. Uh, there's like eight power fives. I got to look at that and find, but there's, there's, okay. Well, while you do that, I just wanted to say, um, 
you mentioned Javante Williams' record. He and Michael Carter, who were the tandem in that backfield of UNC, they ended up being, I think it was one and two or, or very high up in terms of rookie numbers in the NFL in terms of broken tackles. Uh, so, like you said, maybe he uh, Trey Benson turns into a Damian Pierce kind of guy and just comes into the league and is an absolute menace. And then mm-hmm. about the Jamie Robinson thing, Mike Norvell said to him, he called him after the game or something, uh, and said that the sack he had on the Miami quarterback on the goal line will be like a um, like all time remembered moment in the rivalry between Miami and Florida State. So wow. Jamie Robinson that. Yeah. certainly is a name to look out for in that defense and a superstar on that defense that I'm not sure they expected to be as good as he has been for them. He's been fantastic. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but I did some more research on him today. That guy is the number to look out for on the field. Oh, 1000%. You know, they have a really good safety tandem there and him and Akeem Dent, who's really good as well. And yeah, you mentioned that, that sack. I mean, first of all, it was a huge play for Florida state. Second of all, like it was a nasty play. Like he like picked up the Miami quarterback, Miami quarterback landed on his feet. And then James Robinson just shoved him to the he, ground. I was like the most like ripped him to the ground. It's like when you play like a, like a tackle football against your little brother, and you have like ten years on your little brother, and just like ragdolling him around. Like that's what totally. Jamie Robinson basically did to that Miami quarterback. I highly suggest you guys to go watch that clip because it is hilarious how much he just dominated that Miami quarterback. But uh, which is not uncommon for Miami this season. They've had a pretty rough go of it. Uh, but yeah, so Syracuse ninety one point nine coverage grade this year is the fifth best in the Power Five. Iowa. Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota. Those are the teams that have a higher coverage grade than Syracuse. Syracuse first in the ACC uh, as well in coverage grade too. So like I mentioned, Florida State, really good passing ball. Syracuse could, you know, give them some trouble there. It's just whether or not you could tackle Trey Benson and whether or not Florida State honestly gives them enough carries uh, in that game too. So Aronda Gadsden just finished it off. We love him. Most receiving yards among all tight ends in the country. Most receiving first downs and touchdowns among all tight ends in the country, and the most catches of 15-plus yards among all tight ends in the country. Also still leads all Power 5 tight ends in yards per route run. Not a lot of people are talking about him for the uh, John Mackey Award, which is given to the nation's best tight end. I'm not sure a lot of people even consider him a tight end because uh, he, he doesn't consider himself a slot receiver. Uh, uh, again, we consider him a tight end because that's where he lines up and that's where his stats are best. So that's all I'll, I'll put him at. But, yeah. Uh, he could be on uh, some our PFF uh, All American team at the end of the season. I'm going to push really hard for him to be on that team when that when that comes out. So hopefully he makes it on there. But yeah, he's been a stud for Syracuse. Max, we appreciate you once again every week coming with the best numbers. You're the best numbers man around. I'm willing to say yes. it. I don't think there's a man better than you out there, <laughs> Max. We appreciate you very much, and we will see you next week. So thank you for this chat with Chadwick. Of course, guys. Thank you. All right, we continue on the show right after this message from Simply Safe. Did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off award winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. You don't want your Christmas gifts to be snatched off the front porch when Santa's bringing them down the chimney when he's not looking. They just snatch them right off the sleigh. That's crazy. I can't believe people do that. It's nuts. Uh, in an emergency, 24-7 
professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With a top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that should be recommended. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All righty. We're back here on Locked On Syracuse. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you once again, and we've got to get some keys, some predictions to you. Owen, would you like me to start or would you like to get us rolling? You can start. Okay. Uh, My key for Syracuse for this game harkens back uh, to what I'd like to see from Syracuse in this game because I don't think they win this football game. Like Max told us, likely they won't win if Carlos Del Rio Wilson is under center and plays like he did against Pitt. They definitely won't win if that happens. Uh, So there needs to be some offensive adaptability, but more specifically, they need to find some kind of weapon that maybe hasn't been exploited thus far. You've got to find a guy that can be used. Maybe it's Demarcus Adams. Maybe it's Omari Hatcher. Find somebody you can use within this offense. Omari Hatcher is a guy that has shown his talent. Yeah, did he drop a touchdown? Sure, but that's happened before. And and I mean, Jamal Custis dropped a touchdown on like the first game I ever saw, and I was pissed at him right away. But then he he won me back rather quickly. Uh, Amari Hatcher, he's a really talented kid. Maybe he's that guy. Kind of has to happen like a, a Rondé Gadsden before the season. Nobody expected him to be as good as he was. Somebody needs to come out and, and get a chance in that offense. Uh, for a prediction, I don't think it'll be a smart pick to pick Syracuse in this one. I got to go Florida state. I'm taking the opposition for the first time this season. I've got Florida state winning this one, spoiling senior day in the dome, 28, 17. They beat Syracuse. 28, 17. Really? Bet you one of those touchdowns is a defensive touchdown too. Wow. I like that take. Uh, my key in this game has to do with the run game for Syracuse, both offensively and defensively. You look at the last three games in terms of opponent rushing output, 293 rushing yards for Clemson, 246 rushing yards for Pitt, 100 or for Notre Dame, 161 for Pitt. Syracuse's defense needs to be able to stop the run. And they have been able to bend, not break a lot of the time in those games uh, and keep this Syracuse team in it but it it needs to change. It needs to improve. It needs to figure itself out. And then obviously on the offensive side as well, you know, Florida state uh, is a top tier defense in terms of total yards allowed, but they're much better in terms of their secondary and their pass defense than they are on the ground. Uh, So that is a vulnerability of theirs, whether it's Sean Tucker, whether it's whoever is quarterbacking, uh, you got to have that mobility. You've got to be on the ground. 
uh, and trying to exploit that aspect of Florida State's game. My prediction, <laughs> you just bashed it, but I don't care. I, I'm going to be bold. Um, I, I'm going to go for it. Syracuse Athletics have not lost a game where I've been in attendance this season. I will be at the game. So with that in mind, a little vintage Syracuse I like with that. a score of – good hat. It is a great hat. 31. Get it out. You can do it, Tiger. Come on. 31 17. Let's go, Slugger. 31 17, Syracuse. All right. If you can find an alternate line in a legal betting state, hmm, we'll sprinkle. All right. Well, Owen, this is a little bit of role reversal for us because I'm usually the optimistic one and you're the pessimistic slash realistic one. Uh, but we, we switched roles realist. today. I did. Uh, and with that, that's all we have uh, on Locked On Syracuse today. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far and even if you didn't, we appreciate you. Thanks for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen today and every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. I'm Matt Bonaparte. He's Owen Valentine. We thank Max Chadwick, uh, and we will see you on Monday after what is hopefully a Syracuse victory.